This is the Visionary Collective podcast, helping visionary, purpose-led entrepreneurs and leaders come together to activate their biggest visions and have the unshakable confidence to build a successful and fulfilling life and business that makes a difference in the world. I'm Lisa Mitchell, and I'll be sharing everything you need to create the foundations and growth to build your legacy. You know you are here to do something bigger as part of the Visionary Collective. Hi, and welcome to this episode. And today I want to talk about three things that will quantum leap your business. And so you'll know if you're listening to podcasts that I like to talk about life and business. And I feel like those pieces need to be aligned and integrated and work together and all of those things. But actually, I'm an entrepreneur. I have a business and I've had my business for about 17 years. And, you know, in lots of ways, my business is one of the primary expressions of my life and my soul and my mission and vision in the world. And it's also the thing that funds all the other things, right? So I want to talk about the business today and what will help you quantum leap that business more than anything else. And I've been really thinking about this over the last few days. Actually, I was contemplating it. I always contemplate when I'm walking the dog or I wake up in the morning, I'm doing my journaling, I'm talking to a client. And this just occurred to me the other day these three things kind of dropped in. And I was thinking, do you know what, if I really wanted to think about what are the three most important things that have been impactful for me as an entrepreneur running my own business that have really taken me to the next level, what would they be? So I'm going to share the three of those with you today. So number one is having a coach or mentor to help you along the way, to really support and challenge and get you to see things that you can't see. So I'm going to talk about that. Number two is actually community and your tribe. And number three is doing the inner work. So those three things in combination, if you're doing those three things, then you will find your business takes off in a whole other way and in a rapid way, because we all want results, right? You know, I'm very energetic, very spiritual, I spend a lot of time connecting and feeling into things and being intuitive. And I also love action. And I love to find ways for me and my clients about how we can sort of shortcut things, how we can take something and get to the result even faster and in an aligned way. So this is what I talk about when I talk about being open to magic and miracles, that something pops in that you go, wow, if I do that, actually that transforms the whole business. And you can only do that when you're really aligned and really connected. So these those things, I guess, sit underneath what I'm talking about. And the three things I'm going to talk about help you be aligned and connected in that way and be open to manifestation and magic and miracles and also take the practical action that makes those things come into reality. So the first thing is having a coach or a mentor or someone who can do both, actually. And again, I was contemplating this this morning and thinking, you know, I've had coaches that have done very specific jobs with me. So I wanted to create more passive income a while ago, and I had a coach that was specifically helping me do that. I've had people coach me around social media. I've had people coach me around um, uh, the whole world of crypto and Wi-Fi and all of that. But actually, the coaches that have had the most, the biggest impact on me are the people that can span whole 
realms of what I'm trying to do and, you know, can hold both the business aspect and the spiritual and energetic aspect and help me move forward on all those pieces. So for me, having a coach is the most important thing in my business. And that's not just because I'm a coach. And, you know, obviously I value coaching because I'm a coach myself. I see the impact on my clients. I got into coaching because I had an awesome coach about 20 years ago who literally changed my life, the beautiful Joe Kane. And she changed my life. I mean, honestly, I can't say it any more clearly than that. I was feeling stuck and frustrated. And I knew I didn't want to work in marketing anymore. I knew I didn't want to live in London anymore. I knew I wanted to be in a relationship. Um, and at the time I was single, living in London, working marketing. <laughs> so I kind of got to a point in my life where I was like, oh my gosh, I've got to change everything. Like none of these things I want to be true in five years time. And, but I had no idea how to get there and I had no experience of it. You know, it was like, I, I come from a very traditional family where, you know, my parents worked for, both worked for civil service for the entirety of their careers we were brought up in quite a traditional way. I didn't know anybody who was an entrepreneur. I didn't know anybody who'd stepped out of the kind of corporate world and the rat race, if you want to call it that. I didn't know any of those people. And so I, I just had no role models, no anywhere to look. And it just felt like I just had no idea what to do. And so I started experimenting for myself, which I really recommend. So I did a Reiki course. I did a massage course. I actually trained as a massage therapist, even though I've never done that as a job, but I did train as a massage therapist. I'm qualified in that. Well, I don't know if I remember to do that now, but at the time I was qualified in that. I did all sorts of things just to open myself out to things I might want to do. And I really do recommend doing that for yourself anyway, because, you know, I trained the same Reiki and massage and I was kind of like, I like it. I can't see myself doing that all day, every day. It doesn't feel intellectually challenging enough for me. And that was interesting because I didn't know that before. And I realized I did like the world of business. I like thinking strategically. I have a very strategic visionary brain. And so I like doing that. I liked that um, stimulus, if you like. So I thought, mm, I can't do anything just that's just physical, right? Because it's just not going to work for me. It doesn't intellectually stimulate me. And so that was good learning because then I realized I had to find something that would bridge that gap. I had no idea what that was, right? And then as I sort of experimented and, and looked openly at what that thing might be, I was actually sent on a senior leadership development program at Sainsbury's where I worked at the time. And I came across these people who were coaches and I came across this world of coaching and I was like, wow, you can earn your living doing that. And I got really friendly with one of the facilitators and we and trainers and we got chatting. And, you know, she told me a lot about what she was doing. And, you know, that was one of my light bulb moments of like, oh, my God, that's what I want to do. But again, I had no idea how I was going to do that. I didn't know how to run a business. I was terrified about stepping off the corporate ladder. You know, I just had no idea. And then I met um, this coaching person that became a very good friend of mine, Joanna Kane. And I met her randomly through playing for a women's football team, actually, <laughs> which I, I didn't keep up the football. I did keep up the coaching. And it was, again, one of those light bulb moments of meeting someone who 
was totally passionate about what she did, did this thing called coaching, which I thought I might want to do, and was really living life on her terms, running her own business, being an entrepreneur, doing something she loved. And that was so inspiring to me. And so I signed her up as my first ever coach and we started working together and she literally turned my life upside down in a good way. And I realized that there was a whole load of stuff that I'd been sitting with that had been governing my life to that point. So a lot to do with my childhood, my relationship with my dad, my relationship with my twin sister, my lack of confidence that spanned from those days, you know, and and and, and also feeling quite victimy. I realized there were a whole load of things that I'd held on to from my past, blaming my dad for things that had happened, you know, when I was like in my teenage years, I still hadn't let go of. And I was in my early 30s then. So I realized that I had to take responsibility for my life. And actually, she asked me this brilliant question. And when you have a really good coach, what you'll find is they ask you questions and you have experiences that you will never forget. So alongside working on this whole thing about my dad and realizing that I just needed to let go of it, and not let that govern my life anymore. And that really transformed my relationship with my dad, by the way. And we became very, very close and we literally transformed my relationship with him, which I am, I will always be super grateful for. But the other thing was that a great coach will ask you great questions. And so I was also a workaholic, a perfectionist, all of those things, very A-type masculine kind of personality or, or behavior at the time. And I remember asking me this question and she said to me, when will enough be enough? And then there was a big pause and I was like, what? And she was like, when will enough be enough? And I've never forgotten that question because I realized I put myself on this treadmill that, you know, I would get a promotion and then I'd be like, well, that's not enough. I'll go for the next promotion. I get money in the bank, but it wasn't enough to make me feel secure. So I go for the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. So I was always driving after the next thing. It was never enough. And I realized when she asked me that question and when I, not immediately, but I had to go and sit and ponder on it and go, what the hell does that mean? (laughs) And then contemplate it and write about it and all of those things, which is what the best coaching questions do for you, by the way. So as I sat with it, I thought, I don't feel enough. That's really the truth of it. I don't feel enough inside. And I'm trying to fill that gap with money and travel and promotions and buying my own flat and getting this job and then getting promoted and all of those things. And you know what? It was never enough. And I say this to my clients a lot, that we cannot fill an internal gap with an external thing. The, the gap is still there because it's an emotional and energetic gap. And actually, interestingly, now I'm adding a brand new therapy called heart healing into my toolkit as a coach, which has been created by an amazing coach called Natasha Bray. And that helps with the not enoughness, you know. <laughs> so I've been now bringing that work in with my practice clients. I'm about to qualify in this method. And you know, healing this not enoughness. And that's really what Joe helped me with, was actually this feeling of not being good enough, not being enough in some way, not feeling lovable. You know, these are really fundamental things. 
And many of us suffer with that, you know, whether it comes out in a lack of confidence, imposter syndrome, procrastination, overworking, you know, drinking or doing drugs or whatever the thing is that you're trying to fill that internal gap. And so that coaching relationship right at the start of my, I think my real life, when my real life started 20 years ago, I literally changed my life. And I get messages from clients all the time saying that I've changed their lives. And I say that not from a place of ego, but from a place of like deep gratitude for what I'd get I'd get to do with people. And, you know, quite often people will email me or message me on some social media out of the blue and say, oh, I realize we haven't spoken for years, but I want to just update you on what I'm doing. And, you know, and I still remember our sessions. I still remember this thing you said to me and I wouldn't be here today without you. And when I receive those messages, honestly, it just blows me away. And when you get a good coach and a mentor, then they create that impact for you. And it's extraordinary. And what Joe did and all the subsequent coaches that I've had since then did for me was they got me to see outside my box. They challenged me. She, you know, I was saying on one of my social media posts this week that she was a, a straight-talking Scot. Unfortunately, we lost her to cancer this year, um, but I'm sure she's up there in the ether working miracles. But she was a straight-talking Scot. She took no blinking prisoners. She said it straight down the line. And she said it from a place of absolute love and caring. And when you have somebody like that in your corner, they will get you to see things that you cannot see for yourself. And, you know, I've had some amazing coaches say through the years and, you know, I generally always have a coach. Sometimes I have a little break. If I've been in a very intensive coaching session or coaching relationship, I'll then have a little break while I integrate what I'm doing because I have to be able to listen to my own intuition and voice as well as theirs. But those coaching relationships are always quantum linked to what I'm doing because they're there to, to hold the potential for you this bigger piece of potential that you can't see yet. And when you allow them to do that, when they can hold where you're going in a way that you haven't yet embodied, it's extraordinary. And it allows you to claim and step into that space. And it's always extraordinary and it always quantum leaves you. So I'm saying that as a coach, it sounds a bit weird, doesn't it, to say, oh, I'm a coach and I'm saying you need a coach. But I'm saying also from my own personal experience that that's what's really quantum leap me more than anything else is having amazing people who have a different level of experience to me or who are slightly ahead of the journey from me have some level of expertise that I need I know I need to embody in order to move to that next level oh, that was a long piece <laughs> of three you can tell how passionate I am about that so number two is having your community and tribe and Again, this is so important because as a visionary and an entrepreneur, you see the world differently. You take more risks. You are futuristic. You see things that other people can't see. And so what happens in if you share this with people in general and they're not in that world and they're not in that mindset, then quite often they'll tell you why that thing can't be achieved, which is not very helpful. So, you know, people will say to you, well, you know, do you think you should just wait a little bit and, um, you know, build up your confidence and, and put some money in the bank and then maybe do this? Or, 
you know, do you really want to do that when you've got young kids or you're a single mom or whatever the thing is, right? Or they will downright disagree with you and tell you you've got your head in the clouds or whatever, right? So you want to surround yourself with people who are on a similar journey, who've done their own inner work, who are not going to allow themselves to be triggered and attack you, who are not going to pull you down by telling you all the things that can go wrong, you know, who are in this visionary camp with you. And really importantly, who are cheering you on. You know, I have people in my life now who, when something happens for one of us, it's like we're celebrating like it happened for ourselves. You know, we're like, I am so happy for you, you know, and I will support you and I'll post out what you're doing and I'll help you in any way you can. And we're in each other's corners and we never doubt each other. And we hold space for each other. We hold the potential for each other. And yes, we also kind of scoop each other up when we're having a shit day. And, you know, we send each other voice notes to say, you've got this. You've got this. I know how extraordinary you are. Just bloody keep going. And sometimes we need those messages or we need somebody to say, look, you know, I can see what you're doing and it's working, you know, or I feel this intuitively. How about trying that? but always holding that space of potential for each other. And I think it's important to have that on different levels. I'm really like, I like both sides. I'm much more of a one-to-one person by nature. So if you see me in a party, I'll be in a corner having a deeper meaningful with somebody, right? That's, That's where I get my most joy from. But I also do love being in groups of like-minded people where there's a similar energy. And that's why I've created my Facebook community, which has got this name also, The Visionary Collective. So I love creating community and I love that deep personal connection. And I personally need both of those in my life. You may find you're swayed one way or the other. Generally, we are. But make sure you have those amazing people around you that never doubt you, that never criticize you that are on a similar journey to you and where you can celebrate and acknowledge and challenge each other to be the best that you can be. It's so important. I mean, there was that age old thing, wasn't there, that you are the sum total of the five people you hang out with or something like that. And I don't really like that very much. It feels a bit ego-y to me. We're okay, but you're not down there. You know what I mean? But do think that the energy of the people you surround yourself with is really important. And the more you surround yourself with like-minded souls, the better. And you will find, incidentally, when you go on this journey, you will find that, that lots of people fall away. Either you trigger them or they don't like what you're saying or you just don't feel a resonance with them anymore. But these beautiful new relationships will pop in and there'll be relationships where you can be in them with your full heart and soul and every aspect of you and where you can be strong and powerful and wounded and broken and upset and extraordinary all at different times. And it doesn't matter, right? Because there's no judgment. And when you have that, that's where extraordinary things get created. So that's number one and two. The third piece, which is really the foundation stone of of the work that I love to do with clients is doing the inner work. So I've said this before, but every person I work with, the thing that's blocking them is something inside of them. It's a behavior, 
It's a story I've told myself. It's a trauma from the past. It's something I'm holding on to. It's a belief that I've taken on so that I'm not good enough or I'm not lovable or I'm the shy one or it's not good to be visible or I'm not the one that does innovative things. You know, whatever the thing, I'm never going to amount to anything. Whatever the thing is and the relationships that sit behind that thing need to be healed in order for you to claim your most visionary space in the world and to create a really successful business financially and from a place of fulfillment. So where I see entrepreneurs either get blocked or where they start to create businesses and then it goes a bit weird. So, you know, funny things happen like somebody defrauds the business or something significant breaks down or team members are not playing ball or whatever the thing is there's a kind of like a murkiness in it. And the first thing I will do is go back to the founder and go back to the entrepreneur and say, right, what's going on for you? Let's heal what there is to heal for you. Then you won't see this play out in your business. And so as a visionary entrepreneur leading a business from our vision, it's really our, I was going to say duty. That sounds like a heavy word. The impetus is on us to heal and clear our own stuff. Because if we don't, it will come into the business. So it will make the business feel not in flow and not aligned in the way that it could be. And it will also stop the business growing because you're holding the kind of container of the business, right? And so if your container is only a certain size for you personally, then the business cannot expand beyond that. So if you imagine that visually, I'm a very visual kinesthetic person, (laughs) always amuses me that I'm waving my arms around as I record these podcasts and you can't see me at all. But if you imagine it visually, then, you know, you are holding this container. The business can only expand in as much as you expand. And you will really see this when you start working on yourself energetically, you'll feel and you'll see the direct impact. That when you expand energetically, when you claim the next pieces for yourself, then new things will appear in your business. And I've had this time and time again in my business. When I decided a couple of years ago that I wanted my business to focus on visionaries, visionary clients started appearing. But the only reason visionary clients started appearing was because I'd claimed that visionary in me. And that's what I realized I had to do. I thought for a while, oh, I've got all this experience working with visionaries. I've worked with Nancy Matinee's organization, which was at Netta Porte. I've worked with Jamie Oliver. I've worked with Charlotte Tilbury. I've worked with all these amazing entrepreneurs, right? And I thought that was enough. But actually what I realized was that I had to do my own inner work to claim myself as a visionary, to claim that visionary essence in me. And when I did that, then the visionary clients started to come. It was like there was a visionary resonance that was between the two of us. And it pulled people to me and it created extraordinary things. And so that's so important that we create that energetic resonance that who we are and how we are being is what we will see externally in our business. 
So of course, you also have to have the strategy. And I love strategies. I say I also talk business and strategy and tactics and all of those things with my clients. You know, that's what I call the profound and the practical. So the profound is the inner work. The practical is the stuff that happens on the ground, right? In the in the external world, you have to have both. If you don't, you'll feel like you're pushing your business against a tide. You know, like I hear this a lot from people that I work with. I'm doing all the right things, but it's just not coming together. I can't understand why I'm not further forward. I'm doing all the right things. Well, you know, if you're doing all the right things, you're only doing 50% of the equation. Because the other 50% is the profound, you know? So we have to have these pieces going on. We have to be shifting energetically and emotionally and claiming those bigger spaces for ourselves and then looking at what that means for our business and implementing it. And when you do that, you're going to quantum leap your business. So I hope this is really making sense as you listen and, and you can really feel into the power of these three aspects. You know, it really will create extraordinary things in your business and quantum leap your results, whether that's fulfillment, money, income for you and your family, freedom, amazing clients, all of those things will come to pass if you put these three things in place. Honestly, it's been my experience and I'm so categoric about it. I just know that these things create the change. So having a coach or mentor, and if you're at the beginning and you feel like, do you know what, I just don't have the money to employ somebody right now, then go and get somebody, you know, swap services, all of those things. I don't love doing things pro bono because I think it's a funny energetic, but if that's where you are and that's where you're starting out, then do it, right? Get yourself someone who's not a family member or a friend to coach you in your business, okay? You need that external perspective. Number two, find your tribe, find the community, find the people who will support you no matter what and who are holding this bigger space of potential for you. And thirdly, do the inner work. You know, when you do the inner work, it reflects itself in the outer circumstances every time. It's an energetic quantum physics principle. Okay. So yeah, I hope this has been helpful. It's really been helpful for me actually to reflect, you know, because I've done so many things in my journey as an entrepreneur. I've trained in so many things. I've had so many experiences that distilling it down into these three feels actually really helpful for me and my clients too, that, you know, I know these are three things that need to be in place. So as ever, if you're looking for community, come and join my community on Facebook called The Visionary Collective. Love to see you there. I'm doing lives in there every week. I'm just about to start inviting guest experts on there. And you'll also be seeing guests coming onto this podcast too. So you can learn from visionary entrepreneurs experience. So I want to bring in other voices now. I wanted to give this podcast a bit of time to find its voice again, to find my voice with it again. Um, But now we're going to have some awesome people on here. So loving this podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for being part of this bigger community. It really does mean the world to me to be doing this work. And I hope that you're really getting value too. If you are, then please leave us a review, rate the podcast. That really helps us get traction, get promoted across the platforms and get even more impact. So I'd love it if you could do that too. And I'll speak to you soon.
Thank you for listening to the Visionary Collective Podcast with Lisa Mitchell. If you want to be part of this exciting, bigger movement, come and join other amazing visionary purpose-led entrepreneurs in my free Facebook group, The Visionary Collective.